lives. So let's dive deeper into the role that God has called us to be. Relax, grab some tea, hey, and chat friends. Welcome to another episode of the Four Moms Podcast, here where we get vulnerable about our faith and postpartum to help moms find peace and purpose. We are here for you, sis, and we understand. I'm your host, Allison Nick, and hey, guys, <laughs> welcome to December. So um, first things first, announcements. Um, if you guys are connected to our Instagram page, then you found out that the husband and I are expecting baby number three, three, tres, trinity, audit, <laughs> the third one, okay, and uh, so we're really excited, the baby's coming next June 2021, so um, yeah, very, very exciting, but um, so in the month of December, we are going to be doing throwbacks some of my favorite episodes some of the most listened episodes and then our last intentional series um, of the season is going to close out our year but um i am actually really excited about this so going back to pregnancy announcement um this episode i'm replaying was my first ever guest and i had met her at where did I meet her? Maybe it was just like on Instagram. I can't exactly remember where I met her, but we met and we linked up and we was cool. And she was just really down to earth. And then to find out that this chick was a therapist, I was like, oh my. And I always revert, refer back to this episode, but it was so long ago at the beginning of my podcast career that I wanted to actually replay it so you guys could, um, you wouldn't have to like scroll all the way back. And since I refer to it so much, I thought it's just kind of perfect to go back and listen to it. And it's a bomb episode. We just laughed and cackled and kikied the whole time. But in doing that, I'm actually going to be going to a therapy session tomorrow because in just finding out that I was um, pregnant, I've had a lot of things that had happened with my past pregnancy. They weren't difficult. They weren't hard. They weren't um, unhealthy pregnancies, but just um, personal things that happened around them that kind of had me anxious um, with this one. But even with that, God had given me um, a statement and a dream and a promise before I even found out I was pregnant. And I'll reveal that later. Um, I don't want to reveal that at this time. Um, well, I may reveal that later. Um, but I don't want to reveal that at this time. But it really just kind of took me aback. And so with that, um, I'm really happy that I have ventured into therapy. I found therapy. Um, Shantae was actually the first person that I really knew as a therapist who was really down, really dope, and changed my perspective of therapy that got me into it. And so um, that is just why I'm just really excited about this episode, because it's kind of taking me back to Although I wasn't in a very good place whenever I, um, you know, with past pregnancies, you know, postpartum, postpartum depression, things that we go to. I'm happy that now I have a system and routine that um, I have scheduled into my life that does help me to get things focused and clarity. And it also helps whenever you have friends that are therapists, um, not just Shantae that sometimes I can just reach out to for a little bit of encouragement, but because her Instagram stories be bomb, let me just say, but, <laughs> but also I have friends that um, are going through um, getting all their hours to become therapists. And that really helps because whenever I have to sit down, I just been to one of my friends this morning and she was just like, okay, let's break this down. And this is what you need to do. 
okay. <laughs> and I broke it down. And it's just great to have friends in your corner that are really there to support and back you up. So um, that's kind of my full circle moment with this episode. It's not just about going to therapy and getting your mental health. It's just like, you know, it's not just the trend or the fad. Um, it really is something to truly help you um, with different decisions you may be making in life, with different um, past traumas that may have came, um, with getting over some things, with going through some things. It's really great in all aspects. And depending on what type of therapist you're after, um, you know, there are some times where you go through different phases of therapists. Maybe at one point while you are trying to figure out your daddy issues that you maybe have a male therapist. Maybe another point where you're trying to deal with past trauma, you may have a female because it may be easier for you to open up to. Um, right now, my therapist is, I wanted her to be black, female, a mom, and a Christian because I wanted to truly see my reflection of I looked at my therapist so that in every aspect of my life she could relate to somehow so she actually knew what I was feeling and going through and so um yeah I hope that you guys really enjoyed this episode you guys can find Shantae on Instagram at the homegirl therapist um like I said her Instagram is bomb her stories are bomb and then she also has um wall arts as well as her own personal healing journal for sale um, and then, of course, she does therapy here in Texas, but also in the Georgia area. So if you guys are anyone in any one of those states here in the U.S., um, you can reach out to her um, to do those sort of things. But, yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, thank you all for your kind words on Instagram and love and support throughout all of this time. And just as our family grows and expands, um, we're just definitely going to be sharing on the process along the way. So thank you guys so much. Love y'all and hope you guys enjoy this episode. Today we had our first interview of this podcast and we had Miss Shantae Jackson of The Homegirl Therapist come on. And in this episode, she talks to us about how to find the right therapist for you, how investing in yourself is extremely important. She tells her postpartum story and how she overcame it. She clears up some myths of therapy and she also talks about being a mommypreneur and how she balances it all or in her words how she lives in the moment and she prioritizes everything y'all we had such a fun time recording this episode and as you can tell this is our longest episode yet so sit back relax grab some popcorn and have fun just listening to us because we just chit-chatted pretty much <laughs> we were just two girlfriends hanging out having some conversation so it's great and stay tuned until the end as we have a special announcement of how Miss Shantae is helping out Mommy's Making Moves. So stay tuned for our special announcement at the end. Hey guys, so we are here with our very first interviewee, Miss Shantae Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> you are so funny. Okay, we are super excited to have her. She is the owner and founder of Homegirl Therapist. The homegirl therapist. <laughs> and let me give y'all just a little bit of her bio. Miss Shantae Jackson, also known as the homegirl therapist, is a licensed professional counselor who is actively practicing therapy in her own private practice in Dallas, Texas, um, called the Trinity Rising Counseling Center. She has cultivated the homegirl therapist as a brand and platform that would allow her to educate, connect, and relate individuals in her community. She specializes in working with individuals who suffer from depression, anxiety, and who feel stuck in life. She also has a passion for working with women, and specifically women issues, issues that only us women can truly understand. Don't we know it? Currently, she is building her private practice, spreading the homegirl therapist love in her community, and working towards building community partnerships to continue educating and spreading the importance of therapy and being the best the best version of ourselves. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Miss Shantae Jackson. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we are super excited to have her here, y'all. I We literally met at the Mommy Mingle event that Takora had. Yes, yes. Um, Takora from Curls and Cocktails. Mm -hmm. And uh, literally met there and 
we soon learn that our lives actually overlap as far as like where we live yes. and working and everything like that. So it's pretty awesome. <laughs> Super cool. So we've hung out and now we are back again. Yes, who's back, 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 back again, again, again. Okay. So we are going to start off our interview with a question that um, I do you know Lovey Ajayi. The blogger? Yes. Yes. So, he also has the podcast, like, um, Rants and Randomness and Jesus and Jalof. Okay. I'm, I need to listen. I you keep do. seeing it, and I do like her, um, so that's on my, like, to-do list. You do. So, I'm a super fan of Lovey, mm-hmm. and this is actually the first question that she asked her guests, and to pay homage mm-hmm. to her, <laughs> I'm going to ask you these same questions, or the first question, at least, not mm-hmm. the same ones. That's rude. First question, what did you want to be when you were younger? Ooh, so crazy. I wanted to be a newscaster. Really? I wanted to sit behind the desk and um, be on TV and tell the news. Now, how I got that was um, Mm -hmm, I grew mm -hmm. up in a church and I would do the church announcements. That is so so cute. Girl. So I like practice talking and speaking in front of people. And the funny okay. thing is I don't like speaking in front of people. It's really? super weird. Yeah. Um, but I practiced that and I just had this idea. Like I really wanted to be that. Um, okay. I don't know what happened with that idea. I think. I was going to say, how did you transition to, to there? Yeah. I, you know, don't know. <laughs> um, and that's not even like when I went to college, I went to I started out as a criminal justice major because, you know, and I... Please, it's like, we have different paths. That we, that we are just winding this road down. Yes. You know, you have family and they're like, oh, you're good at arguing. Oh, you're going to be an attorney. You're going to be in the lawyer. I'm done. Okay. Yes. And so, <laughs> I had that family and so I was like, okay, I'll be a lawyer. Like, cool. Whatever. I went to a criminal justice high school. Okay. So, I went to Townview Law Magnet oh. here in Dallas. Yeah. Wow. I went there. And then... Freshman year, I was taking criminal justice classes. I took a psychology elective. Okay. Ooh, changed ooh, ooh. my life. I was like, that was it. That was it. I went straight to my advisor and changed my major to psychology. Oh, so it's like a little epiphany. Yeah. You had, you had like a little, little side epiphany. Yes. <laughs> so I think if I think if I would have never went down this crazy journey, I probably wouldn't have been a therapist. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's first point out that she went to a, a Magnum Law School mm-hmm. yeah, and know. was going to criminal justice. So, y'all, this girl is smart. She got two masters. Right. The girl's smart. <laughs> I tried. She's smart. I tried. She's I tried. Smart. <laughs> she is smart. Okay, so after you had that revelation uh-huh. going to a psychology class, what was it about that that really took you into, I want to go into counseling, I want to be a therapist? So I didn't know, I didn't know where psychology was going to lead me, but Mm -hmm. I enjoyed learning about the way our brain works. And I was taking psychology courses and then I was taking sociology courses like as electives just for fun because I was interested in it. So the way we connect as humans, the way our brain works, all of that was super interesting to me. And I've always been a person that was like interested in people's stories because I feel like your background, your story led you to where you are right now. Yes. And, like, how you respond, your behavior. Exactly. Like everything is connected. And yes. so that was interesting to me. And I think as I got deeper into it, it just kind of led me to being a counselor. Okay. Well, you know what? That's so crazy because I'm one of those type of people, too, that I love to know not only about people's backgrounds, but when people react a certain way. Mm-hmm. And you're like, so why do you react mm-hmm. that way? And it's kind of like you want to dig into a little yeah. bit and like fun, find that underlying tone exactly. of what's really going on in yeah. their mind. So, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So you have your own um, therapy counseling, mm-hmm. um, the homegirl therapist. Mm-hmm. So tell, I know we, we spoke about it a little bit in your bio. So yeah. just tell us some more about that. Um. So... I have my private practice. That's Trinity Rising Counseling Center. So that's where I provide services, mm-hmm. like therapy services. But the home care therapist came about um, a few years back. And actually, thanks, Mom, because my mom oh. is the person who kind of told me to take this and run with it. Okay. 
Cheers to moms. I know. Cheers. <laughs> so she, I would tell people, people would like ask me, how do you describe yourself in therapy? Like, how are you as a therapist? Yeah. And I would always say like, I'm like your homegirl. Like I'm going to sit and I'm going to talk to you and I'm going to help guide you. Um, but I don't hold, I don't have any judgments. I'm not biased, you know, so I'm that person that you're going to feel comfortable talking to. And so I would always say that I'm like your homegirl. Like I'm your, I'm your homegirl therapist. Like that's yeah. what it is. And so my mom was like, that might be a thing. And so I was like, you know what? <laughs> it might be a thing. And so I put I, that on a t-shirt. I, <laughs> so I took that and I ran with it. So the hunger therapist to me is just like my brand and it's, um, social media influence like i can okay. do my videos and connect yes. with people out in the community i love your videos girl so love it, it's just one of those things where it just it kind of grew legs of its own and just took off for me okay. but that's like my baby like yeah i'm very passionate i'm passionate about my private practice but the homegirl therapist is just i don't know <laughs> It's something about it. It's something about it. Something about it out there. Okay. Okay. And what statement? So, obviously, you're Mm African-American female Mm -hmm. therapist, Mm -hmm. which, to me, I feel like that's something that's probably rare. Yeah, um, it's becoming more like we're seeing so many more black therapists in our field, and Yay. I'm loving it every minute of it. So, yeah. um, but it's still unfamiliar to like our community. Like, yes. I'm gonna be honest, you know, like we're supposed to pray, yes, and we're supposed to take it to Jesus and leave it at the altar, and, and that's it, yeah, <laughs> and let it go and have faith that it'll be yes. fixed, you know. But I feel like God created me, so. Hey. <laughs> You know, it's just like, I find, I have clients who literally was like, I was looking for a black therapist. And I'm like, it's okay to say that. Like, it's okay to have that preference because you want to see someone across from you that looks like you. That you can relate to. Yes, that you can relate to. Now, here's the thing. There are some other races that can relate well to us as African-Americans, but it's just different looking across the the couch and it's like, she gets me or he gets me, you know? Yes. And so it's really important for me to be present just to show you that therapy is not a dirty word and it's not all bad. Yes. You know, it's very helpful. It is. And I think that kind of has to go with you saying that there are becoming more black therapists. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to go to show that we need more minorities yes. in places that that we need help in. Yeah. So, for example, like having more black teachers yes. or minority teachers, having more um, teachers in minority, or sorry, more minorities in even corporate, mm-hmm. being your boss yeah. or anything like yes. that. Yes, yes, So, yes. let's just take a side, a quick minute. If you are that person, mm-hmm. that, that mom, I don't know what moms, obviously it's a podcast for moms, mom, that lady mm-hmm. that has a desire to do something better than whatever it is that you're doing go ahead and do that because there's probably somebody out there that said i'm so thankful that i have you to look up to Mm -hmm. that you would have never thought would have came across that yeah yeah never thought and taking it back to the beginning i was talking about lovey ajayi she actually had a student that did a like a paper presentation Mm -hmm. on her and she was just super stoked about it yeah but she was saying that Whenever I was younger, I had no other Nigerians or Africans to look up to. And then to see this next generation underneath me having somebody to look up to me lets me know that because I stepped out on faith, yep. because I moved and did this certain thing, now there are other generations that can look up to me. Exactly. So for that, I, I'm just putting that out to just say that if you have this crazy idea that is just nobody in my family does it, Trust and believe, because I was a person in my family that mm-hmm. loved animals. Mm-hmm. Black people don't like animals yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't like it. They dogs stay outside. Yes. You feed it. Yeah. It's a dog. I believe that every dog is a lap dog, okay? Yeah. <laughs> every dog is a lap dog, from your pit bull to your chihuahua, okay? You know they got pictures of their dogs on the desk. I do, stuff. I do. I have my babies. Yeah. They they on my, they will, were, I don't have any dogs now. Well, my husband's dog, but he's at my, anyways, that's all yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> But he is a people, and I love him. Yeah. Okay, that's my baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yes, I, I mean, yes, yeah, so I, I understand that, and kudos to you for taking that step. Okay, so what does, or excuse me, how does being a mom elevate you as an entrepreneur? Ooh. Elevate. Ooh, I know. <laughs> that keyword here, elevate. Elevate. <laughs> Lift you higher. Exactly. Um, I would say just my strength and okay. just... First off, <laughs> uh oh, uh oh, let's let's get dig a little deeper. <laughs> so, 
I uh, I don't want to. Okay, so I didn't really. I I grew up not wanting children. Okay, so let me just say that. So yeah, it was just one of those things. Like I never saw kids in my path. It okay. just it just wasn't for me. And that's okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it just wasn't for me. And so when Carter came along, it was like, oh crap! Like we're doing this right. <laughs> and so then you have to trust yourself. Like you have to trust your body. You have yeah. to trust like the decisions that you make. And once you have a kid. I don't know. It was like this strength just ignited within me. Like, I created, first off, a whole human being. Okay. A whole Phala- human being. and all. <laughs> he, 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 he cute. So, <laughs> so, I created this entire child. Like, you cannot tell me that I can't be an entrepreneur or I can't, yeah. you know, focus on my business. And so, I think that it just gave me that extra, like, girl, you got this. Yeah. Like, you can have a kid and, and come out and be okay, and your kid is good, and, like, yeah. you can do you can do anything. I really feel like I can do anything, like, after I had my son. Yeah, and I think that's something that I was actually reflecting on just the other day. It's, like, it's something about being a mom that, mm-hmm. like, gives you, like, more confidence. Yeah. About, like, as a woman. Yeah. And before I had kids, I noticed my other friends, like, before they mm-hmm. had kids and after. Mm-hmm. I had friends that were shy as hell. Yes. And after they had kids, they was out there on the dance floor. Yes. And, and it's, it's like, what? Where, where, who are you, <laughs> yes. ma'am? And it's so true. I have a friend, um, and she, like, before she was shy, shy and reserved. And, like, after she had her son, like, I see such a, a difference in mm-hmm. her. And it's in a positive way. It's like yeah. she speaks up for herself. Like, yeah. she has a voice. And she, she don't take no crap you know and so Ooh. it's like because you a, really can't because you yeah. gotta because you have to stand for your kid yeah you have to be your kid's voice so yes. you can't just be like all meek and mild in the corner exactly it's so just, that's a superpower i think it is <laughs> i think it is <laughs> so and this is kind of i think we, we kind of already answered this but what is the most meaningful part of being a mom um i think for me because one of my issues why i didn't want children is i have a control issue <laughs> And he came in my life and he was like, girl, control what? There's no no such thing. But what I will say, one of the things that I enjoy the most is just like his love. Yeah. And just like his hugs and kisses and, you know, him being in tune with his mom. Like, he's two. He'll be three in July. And so, girl. And so, (laughs) I was, what was I watching? Girl, I was watching something and it had me, listen, first off, I'm very sensitive. I mean, I'm a G. Okay. But Thug tears. Girl, yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know what I was watching, but it made me tear up. And so he was like, What's wrong, mommy? Mommy, oh. you okay? What's the matter? And he like came and gave me a hug. And so oh, to sweet. know that I have that, like yeah. that's a good yeah. that is an amazing feeling. Yeah. Like that's And it's something about boys. Yeah. I feel like they just cuddlers. Yeah, he, They're actually he's like very awesome. sensitive. What? In my opinion. No, he, yeah, he is. And he has this thing where he plays with people's ears when he drinks his cup. Girl, Joseph likes feet. And so he, like, <laughs> will scoot up next to me and, like, hold his arm out, like, Mommy, give me your ear. And I'm like, dude, you have your own two that you can use, you know? Like, yeah. come on. So it's just, I like it, you know? Sometimes, yeah. sometimes, I'm like, dude, use your own ears. Okay? <laughs> just a little side note, yeah. please. Please and thank you. <laughs> okay. So, how do you balance work? Home life, Oof. husband, Oof. date nights, um, all look e all the above. How, how do you balance all that, or is balance the word? There's a different word. You balance is not the word. I don't feel like <laughs> I balance that stuff. I'm not sure I can. What I do is whatever I'm doing in that moment, or if I'm supposed to do, I focus on that. So, like, when I'm at work and I'm at the office, I'm focused on my clients and what I need to do for work. When I'm at home and I'm spending time with Carter and my husband, I'm solely focused on spending time with them. And so, it's just being present in every moment. And I think that's... I I wouldn't use balance. It's just whatever I'm doing, whatever is in front of me, being present and just being there Mm -hmm. and, and enjoying that time. It, is, it does get hard, especially, like, for friends and, like, family, you know, because it's, like, you can get wrapped up in work and your son or your kids and your husband. And yeah. it's, like, I do have friends and they do want to <laughs> see me sometimes, you know. Yeah. It's, like, reminding yourself to reach out and to stay connected and, you know, but, again, I have a good tribe. And so, like, they understand. And yeah. I'm trying to... I just went to dinner with a friend last night, actually, that I hadn't Uh-oh. been to dinner with. And she was like, girl, you are hard to catch up with. And I was like, 
I know. I'm gonna do better. <laughs> but I had such a good time because I was in that moment and yeah. I focused on that. And so one of the big things for me is like putting my phone away. Yeah. Cause yeah. I have it. One, I'm trying to make sure I stay present on social media because it's giving me access to a lot of people and then a lot of people are having access to like a therapist exactly you know so like i'm trying to stay present on that then i got you see i got two phones so i have emails she killed me i saw her last week i was like you have two phones girl so it's like p diddy status i try i want that okay okay but it's just you know being mindful and present i guess that's how that's how i balance everything but balance i gotta find another word because i don't think balance prioritize yes there you go there we go yeah there we go well that is good and i think what you were saying about like being in the moment and mm-hmm. then putting your phone away. So I had like recently posted to my stories. I was outside with Joseph playing. We were playing with the ball, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. And I took my phone out. I don't even know what I was doing. I think I just started scrolling. Like it's just, you know, it's habit. getting to that yes. habit. And he was like, mommy pocket. Girl. I was like, oh, I'm so ashamed. Like, <laughs> I just started doing that. Like he will be playing and, he, and I could be on my phone and he's playing in the living room. I'm on yeah. the couch and I'm he's playing like on yeah. his own. I see would, you. Yes, and he would come to me and like phone mommy phone down, phone down, and it made me feel such a kind of way. Like, yeah. <laughs> wait, pause. First off, who you talking to? <laughs> you know, but but you're right. But you are absolutely right. right. And so yeah. he, if no one else, make sure that mommy phone down. Phone okay, down. sir. Who taught yes. you that? Like, where did you learn that that to put those sentences together? Those okay. words. But okay. I'm but but it's just like the Bible says, out of the mouths of babes. What? You the children will speak the truth. They and do. so we have to get out of our phones and be present with yeah. the people that are around us to yeah. connect even more. Yeah. That connect is very more. true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, excuse you. Yeah. yeah. So kind of leading into that with the um, mom guilt. Do you Ooh. have any mom guilt and how do you deal with it? Um, I don't have as much as I had... Um, like once I started back working after having Carter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I if I, like I was working, so I'm crazy because I was working three jobs. Um, yeah, I'm like real crazy, and so like I would feel bad because I was doing all this stuff, you know, and mm-hmm. oh, I was working, and then you know you have people who kind of make comments like as far as family and stuff, like he never sees you, he's you know, and all that thing. So it makes you feel bad, and you're already unsure if you're even doing this whole mommy thing right in yeah. the first place. Yeah. So it's like that adds on to that, um, and so for me now like i'm i'm more present when i'm around him and i you know find time to where it's just like all about carter we're gonna go out we're gonna go to the park you know that whole thing Mm -hmm. but originally i had so much i had so much mom guilt and it was it was bad because it's just like you're questioning yourself and it's like yeah how can i have to work yeah. You know, I we have, have to, we have to help provide. We have to help provide. And so it's just like how do you balance that? And again, it's no it's no workbook. It's no handouts. Like mm-hmm. no one te- you know, teaches you how to deal with the feelings that come along with feeling guilty for whatever reason. So now it's me just being present in that moment and doing what I need to do and not focusing on oh I'm away and he's missing me yeah because when he's two and when he at daycare he love these little kids and baby it's, it's a whole tribe it's a, at yeah so it's just like a whole tribe yeah right. <laughs> Joseph walks in daycare they're like Jojo I'm oh, like who do you know what y'all know each other's name <laughs> like what is this like yes. like we came to the club like hey yes. <laughs> That's how my son be, but he be calling, it's some girl named Kylie. Girl, I have a Mimi. And he's like, Mommy Kylie, Kylie, Mommy, who, what? Paul, girl, sir. Girl, and it's I like, know. It's, woo, I Shout out ready. to boy mom. I know. Cause we, it's like, I'm not ready. Because we just like, girl, yes, he had his friend. Mimi, uh, Mimi. I said, who, what? I said, first of all, I said, what is a Mimi? Yeah. I didn't know if it was like a new word that oh, he was trying, trying to, to say. say. Yeah. And I yeah. definitely wouldn't ask the teacher. If she was like, oh, no, they're, they're friends. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is a mutual relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just say. And I do want to say with that, so you have the moms that go to work mm-hmm. that have the mom guilt for leaving and, and for providing and stuff. But on the flip side, we have the moms that stay at home. 
And who wants to leave. Who wants to leave. <laughs> who exactly. wants to get out. Yeah. And don't have that mom guilt because you want to go have time for, for yourself. yourself. Yeah. Like she was saying, she went out to dinner last night with her homegirl. Yeah. Or if you just want to be you and your husband. Yeah. Like don't feel like you have to do everything as a family event or even as a, um, as a husband and wife mm-hmm, event. Mm-hmm. Like you need to have your time alone too and don't feel guilty about that because yeah. let's be honest. Yes, Lord. If we going to be 100% nurturers to our kid, we have, have to, to be 100% sane. Yes, that's what I tell people all the time. If you are not good, you cannot be a good mom in a sense. Like yeah. you can't give your kid everything that they need because mm-hmm. you are empty mm-hmm. so if you running on e you giving your kid fumes like you're yeah. just giving them the residual of whatever you got left in you and that's that can be unhealthy yeah because you can be snappy you can start to get irritable yes. you can start to get all those things so it's Child. super important to take that time and ask for help i was mm. so big like no i want to do this like i can't and it was just like uh mama listen <laughs> can you just come over here for a few hours so i can go to target <laughs> Not hours, but hours myself. in Target. Like, I just, just want to go by myself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and it's just like, okay, like you need that moment and I'm yeah. going to let you have it. That's true. So, kind of going off of that, so we have both spoke of having postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. And so, do you mind kind of telling your story of postpartum depression? Yeah. And so, what the experience was yeah. like? I, so I had Carter and I want to say like the first month was a blur. Mm-hmm. Could not remember anything about his first month of life. It was that me and my husband was walking around like zombies. Bless you. Um, and so, like, a few months had passed. And so, it was... I can't say that I was feeling like myself. I think I was just... It was just a lot going on. Yeah. And I was sleep deprived. Yes. And um, me and my husband was sitting in the bed. I was holding Carter. I can't remember how old Carter was. And he was like, do you think you need to go talk to somebody? Hmm. And so, you know me. I was like, what do you mean? I'm a therapist. Then. Like, <laughs> what are you saying? And so he was like, no, I just, you just don't seem like yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like maybe you want to go and talk to somebody. So I'm like, well, you don't think I take care of my kid? Like, now I'm getting defensive. defensive. Yeah. And he's like, no, like, it's not that. It's just you don't seem like you don't really seem motivated. You're not, you're not talkative. You're not, you know, happy. You know, all this stuff. So push come to shove, I ended up going to see a therapist, and ultimately I was post I had postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think it was this loss of control. Like now that I'm reflecting back on it, mm-hmm. it was just like now I'm responsible for this little human being, and I have no really control over him, yeah. and I kind of have to adjust and figure it out like with him. Yeah. And that was very hard for me. Um, and so it was just one of those, like, a lot of crying. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of tears. A lot of, like, feeling unsure. A lot of um, people would say stuff, and it would, like, completely hurt my feelings. Like, even, like, my mom or my grandma, like, giving their opinions or suggestions. And it was just like, I can't take... I know how to be a mom. It's yeah. like, you're a lady, darling. Okay. You take, know? No, take this advice. <laughs> right. <laughs> take this advice. And so <laughs> it was literally me having to go to therapy, sitting down with my... And, like, processing and working through those feelings. And she's the one who's like, you have to ask for help. Like, you yep. can't do this by yourself. And when you feel a certain kind of way, like, let someone know. Like, don't try to bear the weight of everything. Like, you you don't have the support system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that was really big for me. And that's when I was like, okay, he's going to go to my granny's house one day. You know, he's going to go to my mom's house. He can go to my mother-in-law's. And it was just, like, using my support system. Yeah. But it, And it really helped me and my husband because it was just like, I wasn't the same Shantae. Like, I just... <laughs> I was out of it, if I can be completely honest. Like, I did, I remember feeling like a zombie, looking like a zombie, acting like a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it wasn't until going to therapy and working through that until I felt normal. I still have days where I'm just like... Yeah. First off, I can't believe I'm somebody's mama. Ooh. (laughs) And I can be looking at my son, and I'll be like... I, I birth you like you belong to me like yeah. I, no take backs you know what I'm saying so, it's just like I can't I have to figure it out so yeah that you know it, people are shocked it, and the funny thing is I didn't tell my fan like I didn't tell my mom until way after yeah and it was and and she said to me like 
why wouldn't you come to me? <laughs> she was like, wow, the airplane is going by and it's super Let me loud. tell y'all, I ain't never heard an airplane. <laughs> I've been here for two years in my house. It's the day heard. I record, with, <laughs> an airplane wants to fly over my house. Really? Loud as ever. Yes, yes. But we're I still here, like, guys. I feel like it's the government or something. Yeah. Like, they just, they, they trying us. us to be great. They don't want us to be great. <laughs> but, you know, I, I didn't tell my mom. And she was just like, girl, why didn't you say anything? And so it's just like, how do I, I think I, I wasn't accepting it for myself. And so it's like, yeah. how do I come to you and tell you that? Like, I didn't want anybody to look at me differently. I didn't yeah. want, and so it's that whole idea of like suffering in silence yeah. and, ooh, and ooh, not yeah. saying anything. And the thing is, it's so many people who experience that. Like, even my mom, like, it's people who experience postpartum depression, but you didn't know what to call it. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's Back like, in their day. Exactly. They just didn't know what to call it. It was just, you need to suck it up yes. and take care of this baby. Yes. And so it was like, now I'm very big on, I'm quick to tell my story, like, yeah. as far as postpartum, because yeah. it's like, I can look like I got it together. I'm a therapist and still, you know, suffering. Needed therapy. The, exactly. Therapists so, needed therapy. Y'all yes, heard it here, yes, okay? Yes. <laughs> it happens. It happens all the time. And so I'm very quick to just tell that part of the story. And it's mm-hmm. so crazy when you do. People like, I went through that too. Like, yeah. I dealt with that too. And yes. it's like, why are we not talking about this stuff? Yes. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I want to first point out, shout out to the hubs. Girl. To the hubby. for coming Because whenever, before I had Joseph, and then before I had Gemma, my husband came to me and he was like, if you start feeling after we had this baby, <laughs> uh-huh. like you want to do some, some dangerous acts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come and talk to me and let me know because... I want you to be able to talk to me. Right. And to me, I was like, that's just so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, but that's, it's very true. They, your partner, mm-hmm. your spouse, your support system, initially who was right there in the home with you. Yeah. Are going to be the first people to kind of notice that it's something it's a little off. Yeah. yeah. That you're not yeah. dealing with things the same. And I think kind of what you were saying before, it, it shows itself in different forms. Mm-hmm. For you, it was kind of more zombie-like. For me, I was very short. Mm. I was very quick to I was very quick to discipline Joseph mm. I was very quick uh, even with Jay I was just quick 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 and it was just yeah. and for Gemma Gemma was easy because she slept for four hours gotcha. at a time gotcha. so I could just feed her put her and back put, to bed yeah, yeah, and I yeah. gotta deal with everybody else yeah 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 <laughs> and everybody else be quiet while this baby sleeps right right <laughs> But, yeah, I appreciate you telling your story. But like you say, more people need to talk about it. And that's also why I wanted to start this community, start this podcast, start this going. Because mm-hmm. going from that depression state, mm-hmm. you learn that you have to have that release. Mm-hmm. And getting into it, um, April is our release month here Woo-hoo! here at Mommy's Making Moves. <laughs> so we have more announcements coming to you at the end of this podcast. Here we go. All right. <laughs> so... Let me see. Oh, okay. So kind of going to therapy, the therapist needed therapy. Mm -hmm. Why do you think people shy away from therapy? Um, It's unfamiliar. And it's, you think about, okay, I'm going to go and tell this stranger all my business. Mm -hmm. And if you think about us as African-Americans and just our upbringing, we don't do that. Like yeah. you're not taught to tell other whatever state goes on in this house, it stays in this house. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's just like, okay, something traumatic happens. We're not gonna talk about it. We're gonna sweep it under the rug, and we're gonna power through it. Mm-hmm. And so it's just so when you think of therapy, it's like I'm gonna sit across somebody who don't know me. I'm just gonna spill my heart out to this person. That's uncomfortable. Yeah. And so you don't do it, or you feel like you don't need it. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel like I I'll get through this just like I got through the last thing. But I always tell people it's going to show up again in a different form true so however it's it's going to come out and so i think that's why i stuff these podcasts and just seeing clinicians out on the forefront you know is important to make you feel comfortable about the idea of therapy Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and so it's one of those things where because it's unfamiliar you don't really know who this person is you have to trust this person like it is one i'm not gonna go like, yeah. I just rather not even deal with it. Yeah. And I always say it's just like going to the doctor. Okay. Because you'll go to the doctor and you'll show whoever what's wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? It can be intimate areas. It can be whatever. And you have to because you need to heal your mm. physical body. Okay. So, the therapist is the healer of the inside. C- come on. 
the mental and the spiritual part of you yes. that, that makes you whole. You cannot have one without the other. You can have a bad body. You can have. A, you can look good. Everything is good about you physically, but if yeah. the inside of you is hurting, yeah, that doesn't even matter anymore. Mm. But just like you go and you find you a PCP uh, a doctor, you have to do the same thing for your therapist. Like, okay. you may not get it right on the first try. You mm-hmm. may not connect to that therapist when you first go, okay, well, let me find somebody else. I didn't like this, this, this about this therapist. Let me see if I can find somebody that does this, 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 and this. Okay. You know, and so for me, I went through three therapists before okay. I found one where I was just like, I like her. Oh yeah, and so it's just like I, I I know the process, and so for me it was easy to do that. I understood like okay, that doesn't mean that therapy is bad because the first therapist didn't work out for me. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna be like me. I'm not for everybody. Yeah, so it's gonna be people who yeah. love me. It's gonna be people like she's doing too much. You know, <laughs> and so it's just like I respect that. But don't stop, like, after okay. the first one if it doesn't work out. But because it's unfamiliar, I think that's why people shy away from it. It's like, yeah. what am I supposed to do? Like, I yeah. literally, I still have people who come, and they sit across from me, and they just like, this is uncomfortable, and I don't really want to talk about that. Well, <laughs> we're going to have to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's it's me trying to make them comfortable. Yeah. And to know that, the thing is, anything you tell me is confidential. Yes. So it's not like yes. I'm going to go back and I'm going to... I'm very active on social media. I'm not going to go back and talk about you on social media. Exactly. Um, I'm not going to go and if you coming from like EAP, your job, you get sessions through your um, employee assistant program. I'm mm-hmm. not sending information back to your job. Yeah. Like it's nothing. So whatever goes on between our four walls, that's what goes on between that and, and that be the end of it. Yeah. But you know, you have to... You have to be ready for it yeah. and open to it mm-hmm. um, in order to, like, give yourself the push to just go ahead and do it. So, I like, <laughs> if you reach out to me about therapy, I'm responding quickly. Okay. Because the minute I don't respond or I take too long, you're going to back out. True. And so, it's like, if, That's if, true. if I reach out to a therapist and I'm like, hey, these are my issues, I want to do this, and you take three days to respond to me, I'm good. Ooh, I figured yeah. it out. You yeah. know, it's just like... You have to do it in that moment because people will shy away from it. They're Making like, them feel special. Yes. And yeah. that you matter. And that just because you're going through that doesn't mean. And the thing is with therapy, it's not. You don't have to have a mental illness. Yeah. You don't. Like, I'm not going to come in here and you tell me something. I'm like, oh, you bipolar. Yeah. Like, Let me diagnose yeah. you with something. <laughs> it's nah. not that. It's just managing your life. Like, your yeah. stress. You know, you're dealing with something a crisis has happened or something tra- traumatic has happened and you just don't know how to deal with that. And mm-hmm. so it's not necessarily you have to have a mental illness to come to therapy. Yes. Just you need a little help. Mm-hmm. That's all. Or even just dealing with past circumstances. Yes. That like you said, just keep like it keeps coming up, up and it keeps mm-hmm. coming up and finally dealing with mm-hmm. it. Or maybe not dealing, handling, resolving mm-hmm. that it's, issue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you had said that you went through the three therapists before you found your actual therapist. Mm-hmm. So what are some questions that first timers can ask their therapist or what are some things that they can kind of see if this is the person that they really want to engage with? Yeah. So whatever, what, what do they specialize in? Okay. So if I'm coming to you with something and you don't specialize in it or it's not a um, issue or a topic that you do often, mm-hmm. I may feel like you don't have the experience. Okay. And so if I feel that way, then, you know, I may not come back. But <laughs> yeah. So you just asking the, that question, asking how do they do therapy? Like, what is their personality? You have some people who are kind of in your face and mm-hmm. just like, I'm here to show you this and you're going to see this. And you yeah. have some people who are more laid back and they just kind of help guide you and do all that stuff. Um, so just asking about their therapeutic style and mm-hmm. how they handle clients. Um, another thing would be uh, talking about how often they should come. Um, even just asking personal questions about them. Like, are uh-huh. you married? You know, family life. You mm-hmm. know, how are you? And what's your background? And, you know, just anything that you feel like you need to know to make you comfortable feel comfortable asking that question okay and so it's really up to you to decide like what type of questions um to ask but don't be fearful and not ask questions okay because here's the thing is the our job is to make sure that you're okay and that you're comfortable Mm -hmm. this therapy this treatment is about you Mm -hmm. it's not about us therapists it's not you know it's about you so 
I have to make you feel comfortable enough to where you want to open up to me. Yes. And so feel comfortable, like I said, asking questions. Whatever questions you got on your mind. And if the therapist feels uncomfortable with answering it, they will tell you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because it's some stuff people want to keep private, even mm-hmm. as far as relationship status mm-hmm. or sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a big thing, you know? Okay. Um, I have a lot of clients who are in the LGBT community. Okay. And... It just happened because I'm I'm very non-judgmental. And mm-hmm. so it's just like, I see you as a person who's in need. Yes. So they want to know that, like, how do you feel about this? Because mm-hmm. if you feel like I have a bias, I'm going to be untrusting to you. Like, you're True. not going to trust me. True. And so it's just anything that you feel like you need to know, ask. Yeah. Just ask. Point blank, period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So just recapping. If you want to start going to a therapy and you're kind of trying to reach out to different people, ask the questions ahead of time. What mm-hmm. do they special or maybe research that person? Yeah, yes. What do they specialize in? Um, what their most frequent discussions are? Mm-hmm. Things because sometimes they'll have it on their website. Yes, and stuff, right. And it's so good to research a counselor. I have so many people who be like, "Oh, you know, I already paid. I already looked you up." And I'm like, "That's fine." <laughs> I googled you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, like, even finding a therapist, um, psychologytoday.com. Mm-hmm. That's a major one that you can go on there. And you can filter, um, you can put on filters. So you can put in, you want therapists in this area with who accepts this insurance or who has a private pay and this is their rate. This is what you're willing to pay. Um, the issue that you're dealing with, you can filter everything on psychology today and it will give you a list of, of counselors that match your the filters that you put on. Okay. Um, and so, like, a lot of people use psychology today. There's also therapy for black girls. Okay. Um, and that's a, a site where it's all African-American um, clinicians. Okay. And all across the world. Um, it's not just Texas. Same thing with psychology today. You can be from anywhere and uh, find people in your area. Okay. So, those are two really good websites. Um, if you are a social media savvy... Mm-hmm. You can do hashtag, hashtag Dallas counseling, hashtag, okay. you know, Dallas therapy, and you'll be surprised at what comes up and you can go to their social media page and get a feel for that therapist and, you know, get comfortable with kind of learning about them before yeah. you even go to session. Um, it was another thing. Oh, so also if you cannot afford or go to do traditional therapy, like mm-hmm. you want to see someone face to face. You can use BetterHelp. That's an app. Talkspace is also another app. And you can literally uh, find a therapist and use text messaging, email, and even some video sessions um, at the palm of your hand. Like, we're in this day and age where our phones are, like, connected to us, like our fingers. Literally. (laughs) And so, BetterHelp and Talkspace are very good if you can't. If you, you can't get to where you need to go as far as finding a therapist and seeing them face-to-face. So those are two apps that I'm familiar with and really helps people. That is awesome. And I will include these in the notes, these apps and these um, websites. So don't yes, y'all worry. I if y'all know. didn't catch it, if you were washing dishes or something, your hands were not free, <laughs> it is okay. Oh, it's baby. Okay. You. Okay. We understand. Yeah. Okay. What is a myth that you want to clear up about therapy? Ooh. Or counseling, or um, what is the difference? Let's talk about that. What's the difference between the two words between therapy and counseling? Nothing. They're interchangeable. Okay. Yeah, okay. Same thing as like counselor and a therapist. They're both interchangeable. Okay. It's how you. I think therapists sound fancy. Ooh. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> so, um, I guess a myth. One is that it's expensive. Okay. Yeah. Now here's the thing: therapy can be expensive, but you are investing in yourself. And so think about, um, for us ladies, we get our hair done. Mm -hmm. It can be expensive. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We buy bags and we go shopping. We get a coffee every morning from Starbucks. So it can be a situation where you have to decide, um, what's more important and investing in yourself is very important. So therapy is an investment. Um, I think a myth though would be, this is my thing and I, I don't Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> because a lot of times um if people feel like because I'm a Christian okay. or I have some sort of religion um it's uh, like cheating on God in a sense gotcha and I always say that you know I have to make a lot of people feel comfortable because it's just like 
well, no. Yeah. It's in addition to. I'm not yes. telling you to replace me with prayer. Amen. I'm not telling me to replace telling you to replace me with a church service. Yes. It's in addition to what you're already doing. Yes. So you can pray and you can go to church and you can get filled in the spirit in that capacity, but I can come and sit with you face to face and help you process mm-hmm. and, and you can throw things against the wall and I can help you see what works and what doesn't work. To sort things to out. So, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's one of the things that I constantly come across is just the ideal of like your religion and then going to therapy. Cause people feel like, okay, I'm going to therapy and I should just literally be having faith that God is going to fix it. Which but is okay to have that it, it to is, have that faith and that belief. But, and here's but there the are thing. processes to go through. It that. is, and you can have that faith. But I always say, we we know in the church where faith without works is dead. Yes, I'm the work. <laughs> Come on, we have an offering plate going around. Right? <laughs> that's all Come I'm on saying. With this word. Like that's all I'm saying, guys. Like, what if I'm the work? What if you coming to therapy is the work? Yeah. Because you just never know what will be uncovered. Like, people yeah. come in for one thing, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, it's something else. And as soon as yeah. you constantly come, you start to discover stuff. And here's the thing. God uses me, I feel like, as a vessel all the time in therapy yeah. because you just need someone to say it out loud. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's just like you it needs to be clear, it needs to be confirmation for you. And I feel like I'm the works part of the faith. I'm I'm helping be that confirmation for you that you need to push you through whatever issues that you have going on. I like that. I like how you put that. I did <laughs> She says she's fancy, okay? She's a therapist. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> I love how you said. But yes, guys, so don't think that because you are a Christian yeah. or because you are in, of any religion, any, religion yeah. any type of religious person, don't think that because you want to seek extra help mm-hmm. or to seek out a therapist to help you clear some things up, that that means that that makes you less of blank religion. Right, exactly. And it you can find therapists who are Christian With, of counselors your, of your religion. Of your religion. There um, you go. Yeah, and they help you through that. My thing is I don't consider myself a Christian counselor because – I don't know the scriptures and stuff to help y'all with the Bible <laughs> stories and stuff, but I believe in Jesus <laughs> and I can help you with the spirit. Stuff, okay. but I can't give you no reference to okay. where God said that in the Bible, but he still loved me though. Okay. Amen. <laughs> God loves us all. Okay. He loves us all. <laughs> For real. But yeah, so don't think that just because you are of a certain background, that it makes you any less yes. for finding extra help. I think that's something, that's another myth that people mm-hmm. may have is that they feel like because they're going out and seeking that help, that they're less than or that they're, you know. Cheating on that religion. Exactly, exactly. And you're not. You're bettering yourself. Yeah. And, and like she said, it's all, everything is an investment within yourself. You're bettering yourself so you can go to whatever the next level is that God may have for you. Exactly. So I like that you said that. Okay. So we are coming to the end of our interview and we have our ending question. What is your mom hack? Now, a mom hack, um, I kind of said this on the last episode, what my mom hack was at that time. (laughs) (laughs) There are different mom hacks, okay, guys? Mm -hmm. But a mom hack could be... You know, assert a special like little note that you can give somebody, maybe an app or like, girl, I mm. found this this device mm. and it just helps. So whatever that mom hack is, what is yours? Um, so first mom hack I would say. So my kid, he's two, he's about to be three. He mm-hmm. loves juice. Okay. And he doesn't drink a lot of water. He only wants to drink water when it's in a bottle, like bottled water. Oh, but that's not. Well, so he's fancy too. No, he is fancy. <laughs> so that's not accessible all the time. And then it can be messy because he squeezes the bottle, yes. he spills it, whatever. Yes. And so one of my things I do is in his cup, like I fill up the cup with most, I mean, when I say mostly water, mostly water, mm-hmm. and I splash juice at the top. Okay. So when he takes the first swig, all he tastes is juice. Mm-hmm. And so he thinks he's drinking nothing juice. but juice. So mm. after he gets past that first week, it ain't nothing but water, baby. It's just, <laughs> it's all water. Uh, like that has been a lifesaver for me. And I, when I tell, my mom was like, what are you, why are you putting water in his juice? No, no, no. I'm putting juice in, in the water. water. <laughs> so that's like, that he drinks a lot of water. He just does not know it. And then Bless I think him. the other thing is, um, okay. So my kid, listen. He's at the age where 
he becomes picky about like what he puts on and Girl. shoes and all this stuff. And it Girl. used to bother me because I'm like, I don't buy all these cute little outfits that match and shoes that match the <laughs> outfits. Like you're gonna wear this because it goes with these shoes and yada okay. yada yada. Well, he's into these Mickey Mouse shoes that I bought for him from Walmart. Okay. It was like $8.42. Like, do not sleep on Walmart shoes. Okay. Okay. Look, we just bought some shoes from Ross. Praise well, him. Girl, I'm going to have to go to Ross for shoes. So, he <laughs> he loves these Mickey Mouse shoes. Yeah. And now he's to the point where he wants to wear them with everything. They do not match. Well, ooh, chat, I know. He wants to, And I'll be like. Are they light ups? No. Okay. That, that, that's something else with, like, with them light ups. I haven't. We ain't got huh. to that point. Huh. But he just wants it. So one day my husband had dressed him for daycare. And so he had his shoes out. They were not the Mickey Mouse shoes. And Carter was like, no, daddy, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse. And my husband was like, Carter, those don't go. You have to wear these shoes. And he's like, no, Mickey Mouse. Kids don't know. Girl, Kids so don't know. about to have a whole meltdown. And I was like, babe, here's the thing. No one really cares. <laughs> Put the ball on the Mickey Mouse shoes and let's go. <laughs> so he wears these Mickey Mouse shoes everywhere. I have bought these same pairs of shoes four times. No. Because he's grown. Yes. And then some of them he just mess up because he wears them all the time. And I don't care. And so the hack is. Because it was $8.42. $8.42. <laughs> What shoes he want to wear? Okay. Regard, just hey, whatever's gonna take away from a headache and a meltdown. Like I'm True. all for it. Like if True. he want to dress himself and he come out with pajama bottoms and a blazer, whatever, kid. Not a blazer. Girl, okay, let's go. Corey like, got blazers. Well, he only got one that my mama had got him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Corey, my type of dude, baby. <laughs> So it's just like oh. allow him to do that. But then I went to Walmart. The other day and I found some Paw Patrol. Uh-oh. Shoes. Paw Patrol. So now he, I done got him off the Mickey Mouse. Now he on the Paw Patrols. But okay. the hack is, just let them be. <laughs> like, if it does not really matter, yeah. just let it, let them be. No yeah. one cares, honestly. Like, yeah. seriously. Like, I don't walk yeah. around the Walmart and be like, eh, he don't have on the right shoes. Like, who? It's like, so what? Yeah. <laughs> so... You Especially because they're kids. Like, they can kind of get away with that with as they, because they're little. Yes. Yeah, so it really don't them. matter. Like, don't. And I, that's one thing I've learned is just, like, don't. If if it, whatever. I don't want to have a headache over stuff that doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know? And so, it's just like, my pillow. Have the pillow. <laughs> like, I just don't have time for it. Okay? So, have the pillow. <laughs> Mommy going to go lay on this other side. And... <laughs> Like, I'm not going to argue with you about a pillow. All yeah. these pillows we have in the house. So okay. That's my hack. I like that. Because even going with the shoe thing, because you know when they get older, yeah. it's going to be a whole different thing about shoes Shoe-y. and clothes and mm-hmm. accessories mm-hmm. and girls. That's and what I'm not oh, ready for. I'm not. I'm so not ready for that, but that's when he will be his father's son. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, he not... Poor JoJo and poor Jim. Like, they not getting away with too much in this house. We're like, we like Vans, K-Swiss. Oh. <laughs> Ain't no Jordans here. I, only yeah, only yeah, way I'm yeah. buying you Jordans is if you playing basketball. Yes. Because, y'all, that's what they was made. Michael Jordan himself only wears Jordans to play basketball. That's it. I'm not buying you no Jordans Girl. as a fashion statement. And I know. He has, like, name brand shoes, but he gets them from his aunts, my sisters. Yeah. And so I tell people all the time, if they name brand, we didn't purchase them. Yeah. If they not Walmart or Target, yeah. they did not come from us. I got a pair of Gucci shoes in there. Please believe I did not buy them. I worked at an animal hospital who this lady was so sweet. She was like, my daughter has like all this name brand stuff. I met her one time. She gave me a box full of boots and all these other different types of, and those Gucci shoes were in there. And people look at me sometimes. I'm like, I did not buy this. I did not purchase these, I did not buy this. Nor did I buy my baby any type of Air Jordan. Yeah, no. Like, who? Nothing. And then I can't. They grow so fast. They grow out of them so quickly. They grow so fast. Joseph wore those probably twice. Yes. Like, Carter had shoes he wore once. And then the next time I tried to put them on, it didn't fit. And I was like, okay. Well, you Once again, going back to the $8.42. You cannot beat that. And then when Walmart had that little $3.88 sale with the shorts and the shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? Yes. The Granimals? Granimals, yes. Baby, I've been matching up them rhinos and well, they everything. Have, they done put out the new stuff. I must have went up there and grabbed all them little. And they cute. And they got they like, are. I like inspirational stuff. And so I got quotes on them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Walmart. Let, let your baby be inspirational, billboard, yes. okay? <laughs> exactly. And wear his Mickey Mouse shoes. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on our... Oh, before I forget. So, Miss Shantae, as we were saying for April, we are... This is our release month for Mommy's Making Moves. And we are having our first event. 
um, on April the 20th. And Miss Shantae Jackson of the Homegirl <laughs> Therapist will be one of our sponsors for the event. So she is actually giving away a life coach session yes. as well as a self-care self-care kit. Excuse yes. me. Mm-hmm. And so we are so excited and thankful. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited too. Excited about I'm it. excited too. So if y'all have not gotten y'all's tickets yet, go to Eventbrite and type in Mommy's Release Party. Mommy's M-O-M-M-Y apostrophe S Release Party. Or you can click the link in our bio on Instagram at Mommy's Making Moves. So thank you so much, Boo. No problem. <laughs> this is super fun. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I we did. had our very first, and this is our longest podcast. Girl, because the stuff be getting good. Amen. Amen. <laughs> thank you guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Four Moms Podcast. I am your host, Allison Nick, and I just want to give a big shout out to all of our supporters, our family and friends, and I hope you have a great day.